Hanukkah, so much illumination, the festival of lights. But let's not forget the darkness that preceded it. Shalom, everybody, and welcome to Rabbi E in 3. I'm Rabbi Yosef Edelstein, Rabbi E for short. And this is part three of Illuminating Hanukkah, a special eight-part series, the eight consecutive days of Hanukkah, an episode each day, trying to shed some light on this beautiful holiday. And the light is increasing. Day three, one, two, three, more candles, more illumination, more or. Or means light in Hebrew. But let's not forget about the tremendous choshech, darkness, that preceded the light in the story of Hanukkah. I'm going to read now some words translated into English from Maimonides, Rambam, great medieval rabbi, codifier of Jewish law and physician, and in his monumental code of Jewish law, he introduces the section on Hanukkah with these beautiful words. During the era of the Second Temple, when the Greek kingdom was in power, they imposed evil decrees against the Jewish people designed to put an end to their religion. They did not permit them to study the Torah or to perform the mitzvot, the commandments. They plundered their property, took their daughters, entered the temple, violating its sanctity and defiling its purity. Israel was in great distress because of them, for they oppressed them bitterly until the God of our fathers took pity on them and delivered them from their dominion and rescued them, the Chashmanoi, the sons of the Kohen Gadol, that's Matas and his sons, the core of what we call the Maccabees, one family of, uh, from, from, the, from the Kohanim, from the priests, defeated and killed them, the Syrian Greek troops, and delivered Israel from their dominion. And then Maimonides goes on to discuss other aspects of the holiday. Terrible decrees against us, not as Jews per se, but against our practice of Judaism. And that's an important distinction to make. What I mean by that is, do not think that the goal of Antiochus, the Syrian Greek tyrant of the time, was extermination. That is an awful threat and prospect we have faced in our history, 200 years or so before the Hanukkah story, in the person of Haman, Haman, and much more recently, the person of Adolf Hitler. His name should be cursed. That was a threat of extermination. That wasn't really the threat in the time of the Hanukkah events. It was much more acculturation or assimilation, meaning they made decrees against our mitzvot, against the study of Torah, against circumcision, against keeping Shabbat. They seized the temple, not destroying it, but defiling it and turning it into a pagan shrine. And indeed, there were decrees that we had to worship pagan gods. And it was awful. People died, were ready to give up their lives, and indeed did did give up their lives to practice our Torah and its mitzvot, to study the Torah and to be traditional Jews. That's what the awful decrees were aimed at. Now, I want to say, and this is really my point here, thank God we live in a time right now, at least in America, where we have nothing of the sort. I'm not saying there's not anti-Semitism and there are worrying trends, of course, and we have to be very vigilant here and all the, everywhere in the world. But we can keep Shabbat. We can circumcise our sons. We can get incredible kosher meat slaughtered without any governmental decrees against it. Although I should say, in some European countries, what, I don't want to, whatever, some Scandinavian countries, there are um, issues and decrees against that sometimes. But here in America, we can make Jewish podcasts by the dozen. 
and let's keep making more and more and keep listening to Rabbi Ian 3. Um, but in any case, so I think that's important. I think part of the thankfulness of these eight days, lahodot ulahalel, to give thanks and to praise God, yes, for the miracle of the Hanukkah story. We'll talk about the miracle of the oil in coming nights. Tremendous. And the miracle of the military victory of the small Maccabees against huge armies. And we have to thank God for the miracle of Jewish survival throughout all of history. Maybe that dwarfs all other miracles. But let's make part of our thankfulness that we live in a place where we can light the menorah proudly and openly and without fear. That's something to be thankful for. So have a wonderful third day of Hanukkah. May the light grow in our menorahs and in our hearts and souls as we contemplate the beautiful, beautiful lessons and an inspiration of Hanukkah and hear me tomorrow.